It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to Real Animal Saturday, your weekly voyage into the world of Florida fishing. Now here to chart today's course, your host, Captain Mike Anderson. Welcome back. Larry Mastry from Mastry's Bait and Tackle is my guest this morning. If you haven't been down to Mastry's Bait and Tackle yet, checked it out. Shame on you. Lots of incredible local knowledge there. Great tackle store. Been here for a week or two now, and uh, they can get you hooked up. Yeah, we've been <laughs> definitely giving some tarpon clinics here lately. <laughs> or I have, anyways. I'll bet you have. I'll bet you have. Let's uh, rattle through some calls. we got a pretty full board here. Let's uh, let's jump on these right away. Let's check in with Captain Rick Gross. Rick, how are you this morning, buddy? I'm a little sore, I guess I could say I am, but... Um, you guys got a great show going on this morning. We're all over the place. I apologize. My ADD is well, going a little part, crazy this morning. The part I've caught, the, the part I've caught is the logic that you're making <laughs> that uh, in an illogical world. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, Larry and I pride ourselves on trying to do that, actually. We're sitting here shaking our heads at the TVs all morning long. <laughs> uh, you made, you've made several different points and stuff that if people just sat back and took a little time and watched what was going on, it would, you know, like you said, it, it, would, it would make it much easier for them to catch fish. They'd actually catch more fish, and, you know, they're just saying that, well, that guy hooked up here, so let's run right here. Or, yeah, you know, exactly. Go over here, do whatever. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, um, and it, I'm just thinking, like, this would be like if you were in a line to buy tickets to go to a concert or whatever, and somebody decides, well, I don't want to be in this line. I'm just going to go up front and buy my tickets first. <laughs> right. See what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're probably yeah, going to end up with a headache. And, I mean, this has been going on forever. This isn't anything new. There's, there's just a few things that are new that, you know, maybe it's just because there's more people. But I remember, like, you know, I told you to used to fish on the Green Bridge. If you wanted – the prime spot by a trestle, say, that on the Green Bridge where I'd be there at 5.30 and the tide wasn't going to be right till 8. Right. I'd, I'd be sitting there waiting in that spot. And then if somebody wanted to come over and say, hey, you mind if I throw a couple times? I'm like, go ahead, you know, do whatever. I says, but when that time was right, I wanted to be there. Yeah, well, yeah. and that, that's preparation and paying attention to detail and all those things are what separates the – you know, the fishermen from the people who are actually catching fish. You know, I mean, yeah, it just... I mentioned that to Kelly the other day when we were out there and there were guys around. We were, you know, Memorial Day weekend, and she says, well, they're not catching anything around. I says, I'm not worried about them. Right. She's like, she's like, well, I says, I said, let me tell you something. I said, it's still 10% of the fishermen catch 90% of the fish. Absolutely. Absolutely. And pretty soon we had somebody coming up to us and wanting to know how we were catching fish. <laughs> We had a poor guy last Friday. We had a poor guy last Friday. We had like three drifts in a row. We had hooked fish. And 
I kept coming by this one older gentleman in a parker, and he was anchored up. Mm. And I'm watching, you know, 30, 40, 50 yards behind his boat. His crab is up top. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm like, yeah. I, and I, I just finally I went by him real slow, and he was he was a nice guy, wave, you know, friendly. But I'm like, hey, boss, you got a lot better shot if you drift through here. And he kind of looked at me like, really? I'm like, yeah, just, you know, watch everybody else. We're all drifting. Your crab's up top back here. He couldn't even see it from where he was. I'm like, your crab's up top. There's too much current here. You got to drift, put a little split shot on right above the hook, let that crab get down, in the, you know. And he looked at me like he was just so grateful that I would just give him the time. I never saw him hook up, but he did start to drift it. I mean, it, you know, and again, you can't just pay attention to anybody out there because there's a lot of people that are completely clueless, but you can start to see who's hooking fish and who's not hooking fish. Pay attention to them, where they start their drifts, you know, how they're, you know, are they floating them on corks? I mean, what are they doing? Pay attention to that exactly. stuff and you can put it together. Yeah. I mean, Boca Grande, for the very first year I guided in Boca Grande Pass, I stayed on the outside of the group. Never put my nose in the middle. Had no business being in the middle. Wasn't ready to drive in the middle of that chaos. Wouldn't have known what to do in the middle of all that chaos. So I spent a whole entire year on the outside edges of the fleet. Still caught fish. Not as many as I did the following year when I stuck my nose right in the middle of the game. But, you know, paid attention. Watched everybody. Had Got yelled at by some of the captains because I had fish on and I did the wrong things. And I was letting my fish get too stretched out and doing all those crazy things. But... You know, I was just like, okay, all right. You only got to tell me once. I got it. I see what I did there. And you just, you know what I mean? You pick it up as you go. Yeah. You got to. That's, yeah. that, that's exactly right. And that's that's what I think a lot of people just kind of, they don't stay back and try to figure all that out. They just see something happen and they want to be there. When they get all offended uh, when you get on them. You're like, listen, that's, that's, you're out that's here You're out here fun fishing. I'm not fun fishing. Standing in a line. And somebody's right. standing in the line and somebody's at the head of the line. Well, you know. That's the same thing. People camp out to get to some of these stupid sales that they have you know, at different <laughs> right. times of year. They camp out to be there. If someone came in there and cut in front of their line, what do you think they're going to do? Right. Yeah. Well, that was the only thing I wanted to call in for. I thought that might make some sense to some of these people that are out there. I don't know. Uh, again, you know, slow your roll, pay attention, and your chances of catching fish will go up. Well done, as always, my brother. Great to hear your voice, Rick. Appreciate you, pal. Hey, you're you're making great sense this morning. Hey. <laughs> I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. <laughs> One of my very favorite people there, Captain Rick Gross. Let's check in with Don in Sarasota. Don, how are you this morning? Hey, good morning. Good morning, Larry. Morning. That's my man over there. The woman who loves me most of the time is with me today because that man... <laughs> <laughs> that, was, he gave me some good advice one time. He gives a lot of people good advice. Yeah, I'm, I'm some, some of it's good, some of it's not. <laughs> I can't. I trying to remember it, <laughs> but he um, not only was just fishing; it was just a wonderful time to just walk in his store and look at the new cast nets and different lures and things going on. And he always had a smile and a, a kind word and a lot of knowledge. My goodness. He's always in a good. He's always in a good mood. That, that I like about him for sure. You know, hey, Kevin, I'm trying to work on a shotgun that pairs itself with a fishing rod for when you're fishing during duck season or with your ADD. <laughs> that would be a great invention, Don. That would be perfect. You along and say duck, and everybody ducks, and you get one of those too. <laughs> I like that. 
Don, you are always always bringing interesting things to the show, my friend. Hey, it would. <laughs> hey, um, one last thing. I was reading the newspaper article on that incident. Yep. And they added in there, the guy got a $600 tip. <laughs> Go figure. He got a $600 tip? Yes. I wonder if it started at all if they put somebody pushed in his bucket of beer and got a beer and he didn't like it. I know it. I heard that. Yeah, the, I heard it was the guy's son. He sent his son up there to get a beer, and when it, the son reached in to get the beer, the captain told him to put that beer back, and that started the whole nonsense. So, I imagine Jim Fogel kind of have, you know, I got a lot of respect for Jim Fogel. Seriously, he keeps us safe and to think a little bit before gathering dangerous. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I called Jim to get some of my uh, some of my details straight yesterday before I got on my call with Ron and Ron and Ian just to make sure I was correct in my assumption because Jim Fogel is go. yeah he's he's our textbook of knowledge. But um, you don't have to add that to his list. Do not touch the captain's beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That should be a, that should be a no brainer. Hey, captain's not supposed to be drinking beer anyway. Absolutely not. Well. I don't know what they, I, I mean, I would assume, I mean, it's just like driving a car. You can't be drunk. So, and I t- said this yesterday, I don't drink, and I've got some, so I got some guys that I've, I have drank with off the water, great personal friends of mine, been customers of mine for years that drink yeah. quite a bit of beer on my boat. And I don't drink with them. Every now and then I have a beer with them right before we hit the dock. Sure. depending on if it's somebody's birthday or whatever. Right. But it, God forbid if one of my customers has a heart attack or something while and I'm out there boozing up, you're going to have to meet with the Coast Guard. You're going to have to meet with the cops at the dock, somebody. Yeah, I mean, somebody. and here you are drunk? Really? That would be bad. That's not good. It's not good. If that's your thing, dude, yeah. you need to get some help. I mean, that's work for me. I'm at work. I'm not. It's not play for me. I'm at work, you know? I'm with you. So, anyway, well, great. Drink a uh, beer once in a while. I don't, I, I don't usually drink one myself, but I would have one when my buddies came down. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Have one. Yeah. You know, just, just be responsible so you can fish safely. I'm going to have yeah, one tomorrow, one after another. That's what I'm yeah, going to do tomorrow. <laughs> big day. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be a big day. We'll watch some, watch some TV and drink some beers. Smoke some stuff on my Traeger. Don, we appreciate you, brother. Hey, tight lines, and I'll work on that, that shotgun fishing reel combination. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> Sounds good, buddy. I'm counting on you. <laughs> Thanks, pal. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, too funny. All right, let's get an offshore report from Dylan Hubbard, and we're going to get to Jim Fogle here in a minute, but we got to check in with D-Hubs over at Hubbard's Marina. Have you ever had, Dylan, have you ever had – Customers, I mean, you know, I get three customers at a time, four customers at a time sometimes, but you guys sometimes have 40, 50 people on the boat. Do you ever get anybody like, you know, just totally unruly out of their mind and you had to like throw them overboard or stick them with a gaff or anything? There's been times where we've had to uh, make some preventative measures. <laughs> How bad? Uh, offshore in federal waters, uh, I mean, that boat, especially in federal waters, being a federally permitted U.S. Coast Guard inspected vessel, we have a lot of leniency out there when something happens. I mean, essentially the captains, the judge, jury, and executioner, and, uh, and something gets out of hand and a passenger's safety is at risk. We have 
uh, we have to take action. And there's been instances in the past five years uh, where we had a guy getting a little crazy out there and we had to duct tape him to the rail and call the Coast Guard. Uh, I mean, FBI was involved in that situation. Duct tape him uh, to the rail. That's awesome. Yeah, we just so happened to have a special forces team uh, on leave uh, from Iraq, <laughs> uh, and those four guys made quick work of subduing that gentleman very quickly. That is but awesome, dude. yeah, wow. we, we actually have a whole little toolbox in our wheelhouse, especially for that. Not required by the Coast Guard, but it's always <laughs> smart when you're 100 miles from shore, eight hours from the closest help, uh, to have some tools oh. in your toolbox to be able to. Uh, take care of any situation like that but essentially what it boils down to most of the time for us is medication i mean if you're on a 39 hour trip 40 hour trip 60 hour trip and someone's not taking their proper medication uh for example like diabetes medication or sugar insulin levels a lot of that stuff can make people freak out yeah good point that makes uh, sense as far as the fishing goes, the fishing's been hot, man. Uh, red snapper season is in full swing, and uh, the red snapper are going well for sure. It's a little tricky. The depth is very important. Right now, if you're fishing about 120 to about 140 foot of water, you can find those red snapper. You can find them as shallow as 100 foot of water. But you have to pick through a lot of juveniles to get that nice fish. And uh, it takes a little bit of time to get those keepers, and you're throwing back a lot of fish. So make sure you have your venting tool with you, and uh, make sure you're venting or descending those discarded fish. And then once you get out there to about 150, 160 foot of water, that's where you start seeing those bigger fish more consistently. Um, But about 180, 200 foot is the sweet spot for those big, big, big red snapper and plenty of them. And you're not really getting the – uh, undersized juvenile fish as often in that depth. Plus, that's the area you want to target those gags. Gag grouper don't bite well in June and July. Even though they open in June, doesn't mean they bite well in June. So this time of year, you got to go deep for those gag grouper. And uh, around there, 180, 200 foot of water is where those gags start biting pretty well for us. You find a lot of big scamp grouper. And then we're seeing lots of those big red snapper, a few big kingfish in that area, and some tuna mixed in as well. So nice. great time to get out there and go. Tell everybody real quick how they can find you over there at Hubbard's Marina. I'm off against the clock, buddy. Yeah, no worries. You can check us out, hubbardsmarina.com. Look us up on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Just simply search Hubbard's Marina. And remember, if you're too busy to go fishing, you're just too darn busy. You the man, brother. Well done. See you guys. See Thanks, you. pal. We'll be back. Talking fishing on the other side, 970 WFLA. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Welcome back. 727 here. Very short segment before the bottom of the hour. Got to uh, try to get out on time here with this stuff here. So uh, Reggie gets on me if I get late. You don't want your resident superhero getting on you. So (laughs) let's get a real quick safe boating tip from our good friend Captain Jim Fogle. And then we'll move on on the next segment to Captain Jeffrey Page and our good friend Lisa Fitzgerald. Jimmy, what you got for me, buddy? Good morning. Good morning, guys. Talk to me. You got about a minute and a half. All right. I want to talk about the three C's of safe boating. Caution, courtesy, and common sense. Nice. Caution. Check the weather before you leave the dock, even the night before. Don't don't go out in this bad weather, you know. Make a radio check before you leave the dock. Assign a passenger to to be a lookout throughout the voyage. Stay alert. Avoid unfamiliar shallow waters, you know, and the possibility of grounding and damaging our valuable grass flats. Keep a sharp weather eye all day long. Courtesy. Amazing you guys are talking about that early. Remember that every boater has a right to be on the water but maintain a wide berth from other boats, particularly those engaged in fishing or netting. Slow down well before you get to a boat that's fishing. If you don't, when you slow down right on top of them, that that stern wake is worse than the wake you would have made if you just kept going. Prepare boats for launching well before you get to the ramp. Don't clog up the the ramp while you're taking your straps and stuff off. Launch safely and without delay. If you're waiting for passengers, pull the dock, the boat away from the dock and return when the passengers get there. Common sense. Ensure the boats meet federal and state regs, that you've got all your safety equipment on there and it's in good shape. Don't take stupid macho chances like racing across in front of a, a vessel that's, that's uh, the stand-on vessel or that's a big, huge vessel that can't get out of a channel. Have extra water, food, and snacks on board. Only allow prudent amounts of alcohol. And if you're the captain, don't have any. <laughs> Jimmy, great job, buddy. All right, guys. Appreciate you a lot for the Coast Guard Auxiliary in St. Pete. Jim Fogle, be safe out there. Thank you, partner. Great stuff right there. I hate cutting him short because he's always so good. But, like I said, we got Captain Jeff Page, Captain Lisa Fitzgerald on the other side in studio today. Larry Mastry from Mastry's Bait and Tackle. We'll be back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, 737 here at the iHeart Media Empire. Again, my very good friend Larry Mastry from Mastry's Bait and Tackle joining me here. We've talked some tarpon fishing and group of fishing and etiquette on the water, all kinds of good stuff this morning. My ADD is in full swing, so life is good. Let's go to the phones here. I imagine Captain Jeff Page probably waiting to pick up a charter this morning. Jeffrey, how are you? Hey, man. Uh... Yeah, I am. I'm rooting on some folks to come down here to the ramp right now. I thought you might be. Your bait was easy this morning, huh? 
I know it. I was telling Larry that I had yesterday morning. It was eighty. I was on the flat in the dark, and it was eighty-seven in the dark. I know. That's crazy, dude. And if your if your live well pumps and all of the little gimmicks aren't working just right, and you get a bunch of grass in there, things can go bad. Really. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. How's your bite been? It's the most. It's been good. Everything's been real, real west now, though. Looks like all week. I know. I've been waiting for this. It usually happens, you know, sometime in June, and it blows out west, and you can go out there with it, but it's not that pleasurable. It's really tough out there along the beach. Tarpons don't mind it, but the customers do. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, will this, you think, so do you think this will change your bite up some with all that? We're supposed to get quite a bit of fresh water, too. I haven't seen any rain yet. I see some dark clouds up north of the skyway. So maybe there's rain up that way. But down south, it's mostly just low clouds and, and light. It doesn't look like any rain. But, yeah, I think we. I think things will change. You know? I think it's going to be for the good. I think it's going to cool the water down some. It's just been too crystal clear and too hot. Yeah. The yeah. water has just been blazing hot. So yeah. I think it's going to help. But that being said, the fishing's been real good. I've seen you a few times yep. over there along the east side of the bay there and been doing a I've been catching lots of tarpon along the beach all the way down to Casey Key, Venice even. Um, guys down there south of the fishing pier have been doing real well. Nice. Uh, in Venice, all the way down to Englewood and stuff. And then I just, from one time, come and told me, both brands been crazy. Yeah, it's been a really good season for them down there. They're doing well. And the, the beautiful thing is no no real big bloom of red tide. And I think you can contribute a lot of that to we had a dry May. You know, oh, for sure. Have 15 inches of rain like we did last year. For sure. No doubt. And we didn't have a ton of west wind either. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. being said, now here comes some rain. And some <laughs> right. Yeah. We don't know. We'll keep our fingers crossed. All we can do, buddy. So anyway, I want to let all your listeners know on the 20th, which is two weeks from last Thursday, so not this coming Thursday, but the following, you're coming down to my uh, Sunset Chevrolet Fishtails event, and we're going to be talking the CCA Star. We're going to be talking kayak giveaways because I've got one to give away. You've got one to give away. Thanks to the folks at Economy Tackle. You betcha. And uh, we just got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. We can talk tarpon. We can talk red snapper. I guess the guys have been doing real good on the red snapper. I bet Larry knows a lot about that going on. Oh, yeah. Yep. The guys have been doing real well on the red snappers. And I guess Rick took his whole team from from uh, RM Media, took them all out off of Naples with with a guy down there that they use a lot. And uh, They go with Mike. Who did he go with? Avanon? Yeah, Mike Evanoff, yeah. and I mean, it was a red snapper uh, brigade. I mean, they all caught giant red snappers, African pompanos, just everything. It was just crazy. Nice. So, this is good. You guys sound real good today. Uh, I thought Rick Gross was going to be on today. He was on. He was on earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Rick chimed in. Rick chimed in, cool. so... I think Rick's gonna. Rick might be joining uh, Ben tomorrow too on the DAE show. 
So that could be part of that. So good job as always. I got to get to Captain Lisa Fitzgerald, my brother. Tight lines. Catch him up out there, all right? See you guys. All right, buddy. Yeah, Jeff does a great job there at Sunset Chevy in Sarasota. I'll be down there talking with him. We're definitely going to talk some CCA Star Tournament. Hopefully everybody that shows up at Sunset Chevy down there will already be a CCA member and fishing the CCA Star Tournament. Joining us here this morning, our good friend, Captain Lisa Fitzgerald. Lisa, how are you? Great, Mike, and uh sounds like you guys are doing really, really well. Um, you know, I I so appreciate everybody um, getting involved with the competition, and I try to remind everyone, you know, we talk about the tagged redfish and the fact that we've had five recaptured already without having registered anglers, but I want to remind everyone, you know, iHeartRadio sponsors the non-tagged redfish division. So if you're going out and you're looking for that tagged redfish, what are you catching instead of a tagged redfish? Should be catching redfish. You're catching, right, you're catching a non-tagged redfish, and you can be rewarded for that. A lot of people don't realize that. We have the non-tagged redfish the iHeartRadio non-tag redfish division, you can win a uh, brand new boat in that division, and it's a salt marsh skiff. Um, there are just so many really, really cool divisions, boats. We have piranha boats. We have stump knocker. We have um, the salt marsh skiff that we're giving away, Yamaha Motors. Um, there's 17 different divisions, Mike, with 11 species. And we're talking tarpon fishing. We have the Humminbird Tarpon Division. Nice. We give away $10,000 in electronics, uh, TH Marine gift cards. It, it's, it's, just, it's just an amazing opportunity. And with tarpon, it is so easy because all you have to do is get that fish. You don't have to bring the fish up over the side of the boat. You just get the boat the fish to the side of the boat, a leader release, as long as the as the uh, West Marine official measuring device is in the photograph, that's a picture that counts. If I can tell that it's a tarpon and you've got it up beside the boat, it looks like it's a little under control, and that's an entry into the tarpon division with a, a shot at 10 grand nice. from the Humminbird, Mancota, and TH Marine. Yep, yep. When I did, I've said it before, you know, a guy won a boat on – while fishing with me and on a big trout that we caught right out of a school redfish. So, you know, easy it's so to do. often. Yeah. It, it's so often that these people are all saying, oh, well, you know, I don't fish that much. You don't have to fish that much. It only takes one. It's got to be lucky. So, yeah, it's got to be lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know what? In, in this tournament, you're not fishing for first, second, or third place. I mean, there's a lot of ways to win. So you have a lot of chances to win. It's not, you know, and besides the fact that you're, the money's going to CCA. It's helping our overall voice for the recreational angler. So don't look at it like you're entering a tournament. Look at it like the tournament. To me, the tournament's just a bonus. The chance, the opportunity to compete against anglers from all over the state is just an added bonus to what you're doing for your estuary, what you're doing for your hobby, what you're doing for the state of fishing here in Florida. I mean, that's really the big picture. 
the big picture You're is, exactly right. you know, I mean, yes, we're fishing a tournament. I mean, I love to compete. I mean, I wake up in the morning ready to rock and roll, try and catch more bait than the guy next to me on the flat. You know, I mean, every day we're, we're competing, right? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, so I get that part of it. But remember that the if worst case scenario, you got $75 invested in your estuary going forward with your CCA membership and your star registration. registration. Right. I mean, it, it's a win-win. And you get the chance to win all these prizes, and there's so many chances to win. And if you've got kids, for God's sakes, people, you got to get involved. $100,000 in scholarship money? That's crazy. Yes. It's That's crazy. Correct. Yeah, it's just, it's unbelievable. It really is. I think it's such a cool event. I think it's the coolest tournament going. I really do. Well, and you know, what I try to remind people is, and you don't even have to be a fisherman to participate in this competition. We have the Costa Kick Plastic Trash Division, and you can go out and all summer long, you can pick up garbage, and you have the chance to win $1,500 cash from Waxhead Sun Defense, uh, 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 body gloves, stand-up paddleboard all kinds of really cool Costa sunglasses, gift certificates, and the amount of garbage that we have so far um, gathered in this competition has just been mind-boggling. There are guys who are picking up five and six, not five-gallon buckets. I'm talking five or six black garbage bags full of garbage every time they're on the water. Kudos to all the kayak anglers who are out there finding the garbage that's up in the mangroves. And, I mean, this just gives them an opportunity to be rewarded because so many people do it anyway. Right. But this is an opportunity to be rewarded for going out and picking up garbage. Uh, There's a young man in Bradenton, and um, Kleppinger, um, um, Kyle Kleppinger's son, Parker, he has started within his realm of uh, middle school up to the beginning of high school friends and they pick one weekend a month, and his mom gets all these families together, and they go out and they cho- chose an area, and they clean it up of garbage. So not only are they entering it in the star competition, but then I give those kids their community service hours, That's 30 great. minutes for yeah. every five-gallon bucket that a child submits. That's awesome. That's so awesome. If you've got listeners out there and kids that need their community service hours, Here's a great way to do it. Pick up garbage while you're out and about on your own time. You get 30 minutes of community service hours. Tell everybody how they can sign up, Lisa. Get on your laptop, www.ccaflstar.com. Go on and get registered. It'll say register here. You can do it through the smartphone app. You can do it through your phone. Get registered. It's a great uh, competition, but not only that, you're doing something to help our environment. You're the best. Keep up the good work. We appreciate all you do. Thank you, Captain Mike. We'll see you soon. Sounds good. Thanks, boss. See you today. Uh-oh. Bye. <laughs> great, great job she's doing there with CCA Star. Hopefully, uh, everybody listening will get involved, become a CCA member, get into the CCA Star Tournament, help us make a difference. We're going to wrap things up on the other side here. Larry Mastry, Mastry's Bait and Tackle. We'll be back.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I just probably need to apologize to everybody. Just two hours just isn't long enough. This should be a three-hour show. I wish it was. Um, but blessed to have Larry Mastry in here with us this morning talking fish. And remember, Furman Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram of Newport Ritchie, 30 July. We're going to be up there. That's the last Tuesday in July, corner of 19 and 54 across from the Wawa. Captain Mark Dillingham is going to be my guest. I'll have a bunch of goodies to give away and... Jason Whitten, the general manager up there, who's a great guy, uh, getting to know him now, fantastic people, and uh, he'll have some food for us, so make sure you come hungry. 30 July, put it in the books. So, a lot of rain this week, it looks like. Still going to be hot. It's June. I mean, a couple of tips you think are important for everybody to be thinking about as we kind of roll into June? Well, I mean, it's it's time of year where you can do a lot of things uh, i mean i like in particular i like this grouper deal <laughs> it's opened up you know i mean right. it's, it gives you a lot of opportunity to fish the skyway for instance that's like a giant reef anyways all sure. those footers and everything and yeah. edge of the edge of the shipping channel and you know around the port and i mean there's just tons of tons of area where grouper are holding up right now so right seems to be a lot of interest in that which rightfully so well especially with everything else being shut down for take that's true. You know, I mean, you can't keep snook, can't keep redfish, can't keep trout. So yeah, and the red snapper deal. I mean, you got to have the right boat for that. Sure. So I mean, a lot of guys can go out here and, and really have a good day just messing around here in the in the bay. Yeah, and, and it's something maybe takes you a little bit of time to get dialed into, um, but once you get dialed into that grouper thing, it can be a lot of fun and very rewarding. Yeah, and it's no not all trolling either. I mean, there's a lot oh, of oh for sure. You know, you can, you can anchor down at the skyway and and you know fish greenbacks or whatever and. Yeah. Uh, and and have good luck at that. A lot of people don't re- realize that the the shipping channel when they dredge that they just push everything up on the side, so it creates some great rock edges yeah. there in that twenty eight to thirty two feet of water, twenty five to thirty five foot of water right on the edge. You're right. right on the edge there can be really good, and a lot of times, especially in June here, maybe in August it gets a little tougher, but. You know, in June, especially if we get some rain here, which it looks like we're going to get, we're going to have some cloudy days, going to drop that water temp some. You know, down there at 28 to 32 foot of water, the water temp's even cooler. It is. Plus, so those fish can be still active. Plus, the mango, fi- mango snapper fish is still good. Yeah, it is. Channel. It's really good up the bay right now. Yeah. I'm really shocked That's at how really good nice it fish. is up the Gandy. Yeah. Captain Richard Seward just keeps reporting what a great job they're doing. I know Captain Lee Blick was up there this week. He said the stuff by us. On the south end, his snapper bite there was slow. He ran up to the Gandy with his customers, and they just limited out yeah. just like that. So, so it's interesting stuff right there for sure. What about snook on the beach? I mean, the beaches are pretty loaded up right now. A lot of, lot of snook. Yeah. A lot of snook action. Is there a trick, you think, to a secret? 
Well, you know, you got to mix it up. Live bait, green bags, white bait. Some guys dead bait, you know, the Boy, big fish. Big fish, yeah, dead bait on big fish seems to work good, especially if you can get you a ladyfish or something. Yeah, boy. A half a ladyfish just laid up there can really entice one you know, of those big girls to Most eat. of the guys using lures and stuff, I mean, they just need to keep in mind that you got to have low light, you know, like early morning, late afternoon right. type stuff. Sunny day, in the middle of the day, it's not, no, it's not, not too good for that. Yeah, no. No but, doubt. you know, a lot of people don't know that, but that's what I always say. Low light, you're going to get bites on plugs, but... You know, live bait by sure by, by far is your best bet for sure for sure 1704 street south is that right you got Off the top it. of my head that's pretty good yeah man 1704 street south mastery's bait and tackle you know larry mastery is one of my very favorite people thanks for joining me bud i appreciate you always always a pleasure yeah good to have you in here reggie great job as always big thank you to our sponsors regenix uh, Tampa Bay, we appreciate them making my foot feel better. Rhineland Cutlery, Gator Gyms, all of them. We appreciate our team here at iHeart getting us rolling. Everybody have a great weekend. Tight lines, everybody. We're out. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.